Welcome back to Grow. I'm your host, Coach Anthony Thompson. I feel like there should be, you know, one of those big intros and, you know, I just, uh, I just, I'm just over it. I just, I just feel like a lot of times it's just a lot of hype. So let's just get it right into it. So we're going to talk about the ego. Uh, it's going to be three parts. This is the first part on the ego. And it's probably something you've heard about. You might hear it about being the self, selfish from a spiritual standpoint. You know, scriptures will talk to us about that, you know, the uh, spirit is willing, flesh is weak. It's talking about the ego. And think about just even the word ego when somebody says that to you. Oh, you are just so egotistical or, wow, you're ego driven. You know, maybe you've worked with somebody, you know somebody, but... We're not talking about everybody else. <laughs> we're just gonna we're gonna talk about you. It's just gonna be you. It's just gonna be me. And I want you to take that time for yourself. It's not about pointing fingers at anybody else. We all have an ego. We're we're born with one, and 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 that's how it is. And it's whether it's first of all uh, us understanding the awareness of it, and then beyond that, it's then saying, okay, what can I do about it? So there's three parts. Today's part is going to be, uh, I'm going to get into, ego says I am what I do. right? Ego says, I'm going to say it again, I am what I do. Think about that. I can remember, as soon as I say that, I remember uh, just out of college, I wanted to be a publicist. I was in LA. I wanted to, I think I was even working. It was one of the top three celebrity publicity firms in LA. I'll never forget. I was at a party, as you do as a publicist. It's pretty much like the way of life. You're at red carpets and events. We call them events. Parties, events, you know, having drinks. And I remember that one of the reasons why I took and wanted to be at that place was simply because of the title. I wanted to work there because I wanted to be proud of where I worked. Because I was always meeting people. I'll never forget I was thinking it through myself to myself in my head going through what it was like to introduce myself to somebody else hey I'm so and so hey I'm Anthony Thompson I work at such and such a place and you know how it is when you work somewhere that people think are cool it's a great way to start a conversation oh I'll never forget when I you know you know I I had friends that worked you know at Google or at Facebook and you know I remember the first few times when I met you know people and friends from there and I would just ask them questions. Is it true you can just go in there and get lunch and go in there and get snacks and go? Yeah, yeah, it's true. And I was just enamored. I thought that was just the coolest thing ever. And then, you know, I went, there was a time when I was able to go on, on, on Facebook campus and check it out. And it was fun. It was cool. And it was great. But I looked at on myself and think about for yourself, you know, and what that feels like sometimes when you go into a, a room or a place where maybe you don't know that many people and maybe you're not super confident about what you do for a living. And you know what's even worse? Hands raised when you go into those places and maybe you don't even have a job. Think about what that feels like. And I've been there when I'm just, I'm still looking for work. My company's still getting off the ground. You know, in those moments and you're just like, what am I doing here i feel so worthless and that my friend is called the ego and that is what we're going to talk about a little bit today and i want you to start to just become aware of your own self 
Become aware of why you want to do things. Think about, I am what I do. That's what the ego is saying. If it's the job, you know, as I was given the story, these are some things that I just was thinking about. It's the job, the title, the work, the accolades. Those are all forms of ego. The, The striving, the finding your worth and your value in those things. If you're in the um, religious side, pastoral side, and you're concerned, honestly, about if you're a lead pastor or a global pastor or a campus pastor or a youth, and you're thinking of all of these terms and are you this and how are you going to fit in, how are you going to match, that's all ego-driven. Okay? All ego-driven. I know, hands up, I've been there. Been in those rooms. I felt the I felt what it feels like to talk about how many campuses you have, how many uh, you know, services you have, how many salvations you're throwing out there. And whether you like that or not, that is a projection of what you want people to think of you. And that is the ego. Very simple. What are you projecting to other people? What is your ego projecting? What is it saying? What does it want to say? What does it wish it would say? Oh, I wish I was. I wish I had these many things, campuses. You know, I wish I had this title in my job. I wish I had done this in my performance to be able to have that and if I had that oh then everything would be great that is the ego if you are concerned with your title you're living in ego if you get angry here's another thing if you get angry uh, because you didn't get the praise that someone else did that's your ego that's your ego there it's rising up saying, what about me? I, I, I actually put this deal together. I actually did all the work. I was actually doing all this stuff. And at first, maybe you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. But I was the one that did it. And that's ego. Ego is the opposite of the spirit. I said in the beginning, spirit is willing. The flesh is weak. Ego says, I am what I do. Scriptures say, I am who you say I am. Why? Because what are the the scriptures? Because I'm going to bring us, I'm going to bring the spiritual side to what this ego is doing and what it's, what it's, what it's really causing you to be. It's like this Hulk that you have that's saying, look at me. I need to, I need to do this. Look what, look at what I'm doing. Look at the company I work for. Look at the things I, you know, and your head's up. But then what happens when you get fired? What happens when you don't get the promotion? What happens when there's somebody in the room that has a better job than you, cooler job than you, more things than you? How does that make you feel? Well, you know, all of a sudden you're not as cool as maybe you, you thought you were. Scriptures give us a higher way, a better way, and a way that is designed for you. I thought about this today, you know, in this area. Imagine if you could just walk in and be free. And if you want a good example of what, of what an ego is not, 
watch your kids at like around, you know, two, three, four, five years of age. Watch what they do. Watch how they walk around. Watch how they just live life in their underwear and how they squirm on the floor and laugh. How they, <laughs> I'm very descriptive because I have a, a four-year-old turning five. How they'll just put their handprints all over the window just because they want to, because they, they feel like they're creating art. They sing songs that they don't know the words in public, loudly. They tell stories in restaurants loudly and laugh like nobody, like it doesn't matter. What I'm talking to you about is a, is a person who is free of ego. And that's why children are so beautiful to watch. That's why it's a great question to ask yourself is what is that inner child wanting you to do? What does that inner child actually want you to behave like with other people? If you just sat down and just were you without the title and without the ego. Scriptures tell us that it says, come unto me as little children is what Jesus was saying. I think there's so many great things about what he said is because children just don't care. They just sit down. They just have fun. They just live, you know, without worries and without cares and without titles and without any of those things. They just do what they're going to do. So let me give you a couple ideas. Again, higher levels of ego. What, what do you do instead and why? I can't tell you exactly what can happen when you start to dedicate your life and get grounded spiritually. But I can tell you that you will get very clear on your life and your ego will definitely get checked. Your ego will definitely get subsided because the ego and the spirit are one or the other. It's not a both. When you're in, you be in spirit, you're in spirit. When you're in ego, you're in full ego and there's no spirit in there. So in John 8, 36, it says, Don't lie to one another, for you've stripped off the old self with evil practices and put on a new self, check this, who is being continually renewed in true knowledge in the image of him who created. Basically saying you are being renewed as the creator. What is the creator? What is God? God is love. God is good. What is Jehovah? What, is, what does Christ look like in your life? He's a, he's a banner of protection. He's your provider. right? He's your wisdom. He's your strength. All of those things. That's without, you don't need the ego for that, right? So why wouldn't you want that? Why? Why? Because that's not what society gives to us. That's not what is being consumed in your phone as you scroll and as you watch TV. That's, that's not, that's information. That's being informed. And the more informed you get, the more information you get, it's not being in spirit. It's not being inspired. There's a difference. You have to recognize that difference. And when you do, you'll start to understand, maybe I should go into see what the Spirit has for you and what that would look like, what that would cause you to do. Imagine going into meetings and going into places and just being you, being free, saying, hi, what's going on, this and that. Yeah, it's it's maybe what I I do. It's not who I am. Why? Because who you are is a version of God on this earth as you take on Christ in mind and spirit. 
Imagine that, being totally peaceful. Totally joyful with people. Having, being totally interested in them. Not feeling like you have to compete. Believing the best about them. Wouldn't that be cool? Just, just do that. And what would that look like for you? I'll give you one more because um, I don't want to make this too long. I like, to, I like to keep these short. I like to keep them. I have a short attention span. So, Colossians um, 3, 9. And, sorry. That first verse I was reading was Colossians 3, 9 and 10. This verse is John 8, 36. John 8, 36 says, So if the Son makes you free, you're unquestionably free. If the Son makes you free, you're free indeed. And do you feel free indeed? It's a great question to ask yourself. Do you feel free indeed? you feel free or do you feel attached that ego says, I am what I do? Or do you feel free of who you are, of what your purpose and your passion is going to be? Are you free in that? And if you're not, I wonder what that would look like for you. I wonder what that freedom looks like. And I wonder what your spirit is saying to you to get to that freedom. Not in work, not saying, oh, if I was VP, if I was SVP, if I was, if I owned this company, if I was putting in a million, you know, making 80, 90 grand a month, then I'd be free. No, no, those are all attachments. Those aren't freedoms. It's not what you do. It's being free of the attachments. What does that look like for you? Because the moment you become free of your attachments, then you're free. But if you have to have freedom, your, your attachments aren't bringing you the freedom. They're bringing you more, probably more problems, more worries, more concerns, but not freedom. Spiritually, what does a freedom look like for you? I want to think about this. Jesus was a tent maker. Sorry, Paul was a tent maker, but that's not who he was. Jesus was a carpenter, but that's not who he was. And Joseph, in Genesis, was a slave in scriptures, but that's not who he was either. I want you to think about that because one of the one of the more of a practical things that I consider a lot is when I watch Star Wars. Now I know Star Wars um, goes so good with Paul, Jesus, and Joseph, but you know that's just how my mind works. And I love Star Wars. I love Jedi's, and I, and as I've watched them so many times with the kids and the family, and we love it, and it's great. I think about a Jedi. I think about even most recently Obi Wan Kenobi and his whole series. And when you think about Obi Wan. I mean, look at the guy. He's wearing like this. Um, you know, he's, his clothing attire is so basic. He has a sword. I, I never once hear him say, man, I wish I could get a new uh, Louis Vuitton like robe, uh, like maybe silk or like something to just kind of vibe me out. Or if I could get maybe like a bandana with some like diamonds on it or maybe a new ship that was a little bit, you know, more sleek. You never hear about that. Even Yoda. You don't ever hear Yoda complain about the food he was eating or where he was living, which was a disaster. You just notice that they were who they were. And they were happy with who they were and what they were doing. They weren't attached to something that was bringing a disturbance to them you know, making them happy or sad. No attachments. 
They were just who they were meant to be. That's what I want to leave you with and the challenge I want to leave you with. Think about Paul, tent maker, Jesus, carpenter, Joseph, slave. It's not who they were. It's just what they did. I want you to separate. Let go of the attachments of what you do. Challenge you. Let go of the attachments of what you do. Let go of the titles, the VPs, the, the praise, the adoration. Let it go. What does that look like for you? I challenge you to do that. And I challenge you again to see what it would look like for yourself. To take that on and say, okay, I'm not what I do. What am I? What are you? And what do you want to become? Because what you think about are the actions you take to become what you want to be. It all starts there in the mind as you think these thoughts. Or you think you don't think those thoughts. But I challenge you to take the time with those thoughts. Dissect them, analyze them, audit them, determine what's happening in those thoughts. Why? So that you can go where you want to go. Get rid of the ego. Bring in the spirit. Play at a higher level. Higher level. Peace, patience, kindness, overflow, abundance. The right relationships. Loving your spouse like it's, it's the number one thing you have to do. Being so present with your kids that you lose track of time. That's the life. That's the better life. That's the spirit life. That's what I'm suggesting. I know it's a lot. But I want you to know I'm rooting and I'm praying for you. If you're interested in getting accountable, if you're interested in taking the next step spiritually, I want to invite you to a spiritual accountability group that I have. It's on Telegram. It's free. You go to anthonythompson.org. You can find it there. It's in the show notes. And jump in. I dare you. I challenge you. Because getting accountable is the first thing. Becoming aware of this level spiritually is going to absolutely explode your life. And I believe that's why I'm here on earth. I believe that's why I'm talking to you right now. It's not a coincidence. It's for a reason. This is the time. The other ways, if you have questions, comments, concerns, feedback, you can throw it to me on social media, Anthony Thompson. My email's on my website. If you want to throw me an email, let me know what you're thinking. I respond to them. I look to them all. I believe that the community is a big deal. I believe that hearing people is a big deal. And I think you're valuable. I think you're important. And like I said, this is my assignment on earth. So thanks for being with me. We'll do part two ego on the next one. And oh, one last thing. If this is interesting, this is helpful for you, do me a favor. Give it a five-star review. If you want to share it, that's great too. But giving it a five-star review, clicking in, that just throws it into a place where other people can find it. When they find it, their lives get changed as well. That's, and that's simply just by you by clicking a button. It's nothing major, but I can imagine the, the person that comes on here, they hear this, they get free from the ego, they elevate their spirit, their life is transformed. That's the, that's the pattern of it. So I want to say thank you in advance for doing that and look forward to, to, I don't know, maybe chatting with you on social media or any questions you have. And we'll chat in the next one. Have a good one.